kind of like your dad, I'm sure nothing excites them more than a baseball game. My dad, it's like it's it brings him to life. And so today on the podcast, I am sure the excitement is going to be extremely high and quite opinionated when we start talking about the Braves going to the World Series. On Friday, my dad comes on. He takes on the hottest news stories of the week. That's what we're doing today on the show, everybody. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Friday. You're listening in real time. Hi. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Um, we're really glad you're here. And we're getting close to 400 episodes, which is crazy to me. So just thanks for making the being a part of it, being a part of this little movement that we're doing just to, you know, feel connected. There's no real purpose of this podcast, but just to like feel connected. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of it. Three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right. First things first. How are your heart? How is your, how is your heart? I guess is, <laughs> How are your hearts? How are your hearts? All of them. Um, (laughs) My my mom yesterday was telling us that she was having some weird heart palpitations and it's not abnormal, but it just hasn't happened recently. (laughs) So uh, I know you were going to go to the doctor today. So what's, what's the latest? I did. I went to a a cardiologist and she did another EKG and said, well, you do have a little bit of an irregular heartbeat, which is a fib. Um, so she said, I'm going to put you on a low dose of Eliquis, which is a blood thinner so that we don't get blood clots until she has a chance to do an ultrasound, which is November 11. And at that same time, she will put, um, a heart monitor on me that will monitor my heart for two weeks. Like. Um, then we'll come it, back together and see what see like what's, what's going on. Yeah. yeah, like when you when you get to be an old person, do you just like expect things to not work right? No, I don't. <laughs> I expect to be healthy. And, I just and, wonder if like you you eventually just have to give in to like it's been it's been your heart's been beaten for sixty eight years for God's sake. You know what I mean? Sixty nine. Sixty nine years. Said, she said of all the risk factors. I mean, you know, after my physical, my my PCP said, oh my God. I have 20 and 30 year olds that don't have the type of blood work and health you do. Um, Right. She said, but the cardiologist said, you know, there are like 10 factors of AFib that can, you know, cause you to have AFib. And, and mine was age. (laughs) Right. Well, that's, out of all the other factors, I didn't have any. But oh, I'm, so it's I, just, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm like, 65, right? It just kind of, it just, it, it just starts to wrap up after a while. You know what I mean? Like your body's <laughs> yeah, like, I'm tired. I'm exactly. tired of doing this. My heart's, heart's just tired of beating. wearing out. You and Kiki, you know, it's like, I just, <laughs> exactly. between the two of you guys, I just can't get somebody with a, a female in my life with a good heart over here. Uh, uh, but I've got no. people, you know, that are my age that are having heart issues right now. So like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not too worried about it, but of course mm-hmm. you never wanted to hear your mom say, you know, something's going on weird in my heart. So I've been kind of. Well, here's the truth of the matter. I mean, I've had, you know, palpitations off and on for probably 10 or 15 years. Yeah. It's just that when they ran the EKG, you know, it was irregular. Right. It just right. happened that it was at a time when I was at the doctor's office. Right. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, today I've had no heart palpitations. That's so good. it looks different. But because I had them yesterday, you know, they have to they have to do their 
know, due diligence and go through right. the routine. So I'm not concerned about it. One iota, and I debated about whether or not to even take this Eliquis because I don't take any other medications. But after wow. reading about it, I think I will because yeah. it's Just not until you find deal. out. Find out more about what's going on, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't want to have a blood clot. Mm -hmm. No, that's for sure. No. Please don't have a blood clot. So that's good. Yeah. All right. So we can all breathe easy for a second. (sighs) Okay. Um, So uh, one thing I would get to ask you, we have a mystery going on on the radio show right now, is the throwback Thursday picture from Thursday of this week. (laughs) Jess posted a picture of of me and her – and we were uh, we were both dressed up as in our, in our Halloween costumes. Uh-huh. And this picture, and I was hoping you'd have some more insight because this <laughs> picture on me, I've never looked more disappointed about <laughs> anything in my life. Uh, so I'm sitting here. I think I think if I remember correctly, I was wearing some type of Grim Reaper costume of uh-huh. sorts. Uh huh. And my face is painted white. It got black eyes, and uh-huh. like I, but I I look literally uh-huh. so upset. Uh-huh. Like. So upset. Do you have any idea? And by the way, if you want to see this picture, you could just go to Kramer and Jess uh-huh. uh, Instagram and go, go see. Because we've been trying to debate all day. Like what could have caused, <laughs> like what in the world could have caused this probably six, seven, eight-year-old Stephen to be so upset in this photo? Uh-huh. Do you have any idea? I just posted that on Instagram a few minutes ago. This was, I believe this was after you'd had too much candy. Oh, my stomach was upset? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense then. Yeah. I, literally, I look pissed. Honestly, I look pissed. <laughs> I'm trying to think of this year. I'm trying to think of this year. Uh, I'm pr- pretty sure that we're at the Brooks house, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's where that is. Uh-huh. Some uh, people that lived uh, other side yeah, of town that I were think church so. friends. Yes. Yes. Because that's definitely not our house. We didn't have a fireplace like that. And I was trying to remember. No. I was like, where, where was that? And I, for some reason, I can put myself in that house. But I looked yeah. I, I look so miserable in this photo <laughs> and I'll post it again on the certified fans page too. So you can see if I look so miserable um, in this photo that it's just like, what? Like, why is this kid so unhappy uh-huh. on Halloween? Like, why is this possible right now? I don't understand. Uh, I think you so, had an upset tummy. I could be. It. That sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. Still to this day, still have upset stomachs all the time. <laughs> I know. All Maybe that's time. where it started. Uh, Possibly. Because of all that nasty sugar that I let you eat. Probably. Bad mom. Just blame it yeah. on mom. Mm-hmm. Well, kids <laughs> like, there's no way to, is there a kid that doesn't love sugar? I'd love to get that oh. phone call. Tell me that your kid hates candy. Do you think any kid hates candy? I tell you what's hard is what if your child doesn't, can't, or you won't allow them to have sweets. It's mean. That's challenging <laughs> yeah it's mean like of all that things to not be able to have but i'm sure there's got to be a kid that like has diabetes you know they well, can't exactly that's what can't i'm do saying it, so but so anyone, anyone, an anyone's kid anyone's kid that just doesn't like candy just <laughs> i've never met a kid or even a human that's like oh, i'm not really into like i don't eat sugar but i don't i, I, I try not to eat like desserts and stuff like that I, I, I steer away from them but not because i don't like them i friggin mm-hmm. love them Yes. Like overly love these things, you know, to yes. a, to a fault in a sense. Yes. You know what I mean? So um, that's not the issue. The issue is that I just, it's just not good for me after a while. I'm just, uh, makes me feel like crap. So I have to stop well, eating it. It's not good for anybody. Let's yeah. face it. It's not, like, there's nothing good hates, about it. <laughs> if your kid hates sugar, 888-Kramer8. Because I love <laughs> that there's one kid that like, just like, yeah, you know, I'll pass on mm-hmm. any kind of sweets, you know, mm-hmm. be interesting to hear. All right. Mm-hmm. Since this is our Halloween show. 
Mm-hmm. That we talk about some of the urban legends in your town. Yesterday, we were talking about how um, um, Lake Lanier, where my mom lives, uh, somebody, listener Susie, had tagged me in an article about where uh, where my mom lives, Lake Lanier, and it was like all these crazy urban legends. People hear the bell ringing underneath the water when they go <laughs> in the lake. Uh, people have felt bodies as they swam by, like arms and legs just <laughs> from the end of the water and stuff like that, which may be true because you know a lot of people do die up there and there's uh watching another video that said it was cursed and people like you know people like have all kind of freak accidents up there because it's cursed and but we were wondering like the urban legends in your city i told you the ones here we had the the goat man that lives down in pg county uh which is down closer to washington dc um but that's half half goat half man i was telling you about the uh crybaby bridge which uh-huh. apparently a, a baby was thrown <laughs> overboard, um, oh. basically off a bridge, and now it's oh. like crying, looking for its mom or something <laughs> like that. But what um, what are the what are the um, urban legends in your town? So we got a couple things I want to talk about and play. Uh, mom, you want to start with yours? Yeah. So Annie posted on the fans page. Thank you, Carissa, for putting that out there. Thank you, Carissa. Yeah, she's awesome. She says the Proctor Valley monster is said to be a Bigfoot-type entity or a bovine-like creature that roams around Proctor Valley Road near San Diego, California. Dang, okay, I never heard this story. The road itself is well known for a plethora of paranormal and strange animal activity. I think because the area around Proctor Valley Road is still mostly undeveloped, it lends itself to an air of mystery. I've been there. I've been near there several times over the years because it's not located. Oh, because it's located not far from the amphitheater in Chula Vista. Mm-hmm. The creep factory triples after dark for sure. Not somewhere you want to be stuck late at night. Yeah, you gotta love those, right? Like mm-hmm. what? Like, like what is happening? Mm-mm. How is this happening? Not me. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me. B-Cat called in with the one, another one from San Diego, which I thought I should have thought of here. Listen. I am calling to share my local urban legend. So since you lived in San Diego, I'm sure you probably are well aware of Hotel Del Coronado or the Dell for short. It's one of the most iconic and beautiful landmarks in San Diego. It sits right on the beach um, and it's haunted. Um, My husband used to work there, and I can definitely attest to the fact that it's haunted. So backstory, basically in 1892, a guest named Kate Morgan, who was pregnant, checked into the hotel and was waiting for her husband to arrive. Um, Her husband never showed up, and four days later, she was found dead at the bottom of a staircase that leads to the beach. Um, She basically shot herself in the head. And so allegedly her ghost now is seen both in the hotel and sometimes on the beach haunting people. Um, In addition to Kate's room, um, a room that used to be used by a former maid is also haunted. Um, Many who visit that room report a lot of like paranormal activity, like objects moving around by themselves. Allegedly this mistress uh, of the hotel owner committed suicide in the room uh, when she found out she was pregnant. So kind of basically sounds like the hotel may have been cursed for pregnant women back then. I don't know. Anyway, just thought I would share. Love you forever. Yeah, the Dell's so old, I'm sure. Like, 
there's got to be a, a, numerous stories about creepy stuff that's happened, you know, mm-hmm. um, in the area. I was trying to find the story of the goat man. Okay. You want to hear the story of the, um, of the Maryland goat man? Yes. Good. Thank you, mom. Cause imagine <laughs> you said no. Since I'm the only one week. here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to entertain my mom with this. Uh, it says for years, witnesses have reported seeing a bearded man with horns and cloven ho- uh, hooves sulking through the woods of Maryland. This goat man stalks the old line state, eating wild animals and breaking into homes to eat family pets. Oh. He also likes to ch- uh, chopping up teenagers, getting steamy at lover's lane. Mm-mm. Clearly he's a very original monster. <laughs> um, mm. The first alleged sighting of the hybrid creature uh, was in the 1970s when the legend of the goat man became a cautionary tale to warn kids about the dangers of premarital sex. So I guess <laughs> they were like, Hey, you're getting it on. The goat man's going to come get you. <laughs> Uh, Over the years, the goat man stopped popping up in random places and made his home in Prince George's County. So where did the goat man come from? Most common theory is that he was uh, the outcome of a horrible human uh, slash uh, animal hybrid experiment. This is what I was trying to explain yesterday. Mm -hmm. While the uh, the true origin of the goat man remains cloudy, the terrors of this uh, of his sightings invoke uh the sightings invoke is all too real. So that's that one. Okay, here's a Mm -hmm. crybaby bridge. The haunting tale of the Crybaby Bridge is pretty widespread, uh, pretty widespread Maryland urban legend located in Prince George's County. Apparently, they're all down in Prince George's County. That's like mm. that's like right outside of D.C. Okay. Uh, the crossing and crossing over the, uh, I don't know, something river is the Crybaby Bridge right in the middle of the Goatman's territory. So apparently, the oh, Goatman and the Crybaby no. Bridge all live together. A baby tragically died in the river back in the 1950s, and locals still argue about what really happened that day. Some say the young mother threw her illegitimate child over the bridge, Aww. only to take its own, only to take her own life. Uh, a more recent theory focuses on the KKK and a uh, ritual killing of an African American child being responsible for the haunting of the bridge. Mm. So no. Yeah, let me give no. you uh, let me give you one more Maryland. There's a top three Maryland urban legends. Ready, Chessie, mm-hmm. the Chesapeake Bay sea monster. Now you know this must be real. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, according to the legend, the Chesapeake Bay is the home of the sea monster that uh, locals have dubbed Chessie. She's an <laughs> uh, aquatic snake-like beast with flippers running around 30 feet in length. Chessie has been spotted in the bay sporadically since the 1940s. Chessie was named in 1977, and there has been uh, a rash of sightings since then. Speculation about what Chessie really is ranges from uh, mundane to the fantastic. Some say she's a manatee over a large... uh, or she, maybe she's a, a large r- river otter, but others think she might be some kind of mutant eel or a huge anaconda that got lost. No. So... In my oh. state that I live in, that Mm-mm. those Mm-mm. are the urban legends. Mm. So crazy. If you got any more, we can definitely share some. Yeah. So, Come on, eight 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 Kramer eight. Everyone's got. I know y'all do. Call uh-huh. in or not, I know y'all got one. And like <laughs> the phones are really quiet this week. I don't know why that bums me huh. out so much. Yeah, the phones have been really quiet, and I guess I guess that's like my my radio mentality because you know a radio bit's going well when you get phone calls, right? So oh. you're sitting here and you're like, oh yeah, like you, you know you're having a good show and the phone's just lighting up. Your audience like instantly responding to you. Yeah. I'm not quite used to this podcasting world to where like I'm like, is anyone listening? Y'all, 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 <laughs> y'all entertain anybody? Anybody engaged <laughs> in this conversation? Or are you, you know, there? Do you even hello? care that we are? <laughs> I don't know. 
I beat myself up over these calls too much. I get I get really bummed because I, I listen to Jeff's podcast and he's got like 15 calls per show. And then like oh, wow. a whole week goes by and I'm like, hello, hello, anybody? <laughs> hello. I'll get like a, something from an advertiser will call or something. I'm like, okay, well, that's not, <laughs> that's not it. But um, all right. Crazy. Let's go into your little victories here at the end of the week. Little victories are uh, just the time that we ask you to stop for a second and celebrate something that you accomplished this week. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to be, any, it actually shouldn't be anything big. Cause what you realize is that when you start celebrating your little victories, you'll feel so much more accomplished to then maybe hit your bigger victories. Cause you just feel good, you know, mm-hmm. especially towards the end of the week, Halloween week. So mom, um, you know, you guys start thinking, you start thinking of yours and just mentally give yourself some credit, mom, your little victory. My little victory for this week is that I had car trouble again but I got to the car place safely and it really wasn't that much of a big deal. Hey, see, that's good, huh? So that's good. Yeah. yeah I didn't get stranded. Really wasn't a big issue. It was all done. It's all fine and good. Yeah. That's good news. That is good news. That is a little victory. Yeah. All right. My little victory is I'm literally today one month in done with my candida cleanse that I'm doing. Oh, good. And it's not necessarily, it's like, it's like hard on my body. It's kind of hard on my body. Uh, but it's more of just the, there's so many steps every day yes. and I've, I've done them. I've done it about 85% correct. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud <laughs> of that. You know what I mean? It's a B it's a solid B mid B. So like, I'll take it, you know, it's just yes. like every, every morning you gotta take this, but it's not every morning, every other morning you do this and then some pills, <laughs> then and some pills, then and every it's third of, night you gotta take these little things. And like, yeah, it's just it's a lot, a lot. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself though, that I got, I've gotten this far. Mm-hmm. Feel feel somewhat accomplished by that, so mm-hmm. that's good. All right. Well, and now we'll you'll feel better today. I know. I'm hoping. Um, yeah. We'll do our quote for today and okay. wrap this week up with my dad. Okay, it's a Halloween one. It says Halloween was confusing. All my life, my parents said never take candy from strangers, and then they dressed me up and said, "Go beg for it." <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, right? That's so true. There it's are always so those true. those urban legends too, which I've never ever, and I've you know I've done radio in five different states or whatever, and I've never once heard <laughs> of a story. But like you hear, like you always hear of like it must be the neighborhood next to you or whatever uh-huh. of like the, the the terrible people that put razor blades oh, or glass oh, and pieces yeah. of candy. Oh yeah, oh god. Let your yes. parents inspect the candy because oh, they're gonna yeah. find razor blades oh, in there. Yeah. I'm like. Is that did that ever actually happen? I don't know, but I I used to inspect yours. But like, but come on, you know what I mean? Like for what? To make for well, what? I just make sure that it, it hadn't been tampered with. Suburbia, you know? Atlanta. Like what? What? What's gonna happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> you just never know. Now, I've, now I've got to do this. I've got to like <laughs> see if this is an actual thing or not. Okay, I'm <laughs> like, like present to you now how Americans became convinced their Halloween candy was poisoned. Oh God. Uh, rumors of tainted poisoned uh, or otherwise murderous Halloween candies handed out to unsuspecting youngsters are as uh, much a part of Halloween traditions as costumes and sing-along pleas for sweets Uh, so the myth goes like this that no kid is safe on October 31st because psychotic murderers may hand out tainted (laughs) treats to trick-or-treat children Okay. Uh huh. But is poison Halloween candy a terrifying threat or is it an urban legend? Let's learn today. 
Uh-huh. Um, many, if not most, reports of Halloween sadism are of questionable authenticity, writes the Scientologist and criminal justice expert Joel Best. Um, when they conducted an, ex- an intensive study on these so-called Halloween sadism or crimes specifically committed using Halloween treats or customs, they concluded that the threat is greatly exaggerated. Though both parents and kids are thought uh, to be on, or, sorry, taught to be on the alert for tampered with sweets, most of the cases of the research analyzed were either overstated or could <laughs> not be linked to Halloween itself. <laughs> These two people that studied it suggest the fears of Halloween sadism rise during the fear uh, during fearful times. For example, paranoia about uh, tainted candy spiked in the 1980s when a rash of Tylenol poisonings in um, uh, some bad. Basically, it looked like there was some bad Tylenol uh, cyanide laced aced, uh, whatever that word is for Tylenol. was acetaminophen. Placed, yeah, acetaminophen. Uh, was placed on store shelves and sold. Mm. So the high-profile crime led to the introduction of childproof containers and tough federal laws aimed at punishing those who tamper with drugs. Really? After, after the Tylenol murders, which are still unsolved, um, warnings about altered um, or adulterated Halloween candy increased. So while the fears may be overblown, Halloween crimes involving poisons have occurred. Are you guys are you still into this or no? We bored? No, I'm good. Because I'm literally just reading this I'm article the only now. One so. here. Okay. I have to speak for all for the as whole long as you're audience. still in. Okay, here we go. Still I'm going to read you some actual crimes, but just know that. So apparently that and that's when you know I was growing up was you know early mid '80s, right? When exactly. apparently there was some bad Tylenol on the shelves, yeah, some cyanide laced. And um, I couldn't remember, but I I remember us thinking that we had to check everything. I couldn't remember yeah. why. Uh, yeah. 1964, for example, there was a New York woman named Helen Feifel, and she was arrested for handing out things like ant poisoning and dog biscuits to kids. When questioned, oh. the housewife said that she was joking oh. and that she gave out the items to kids that she felt were too old uh, to be trick-or-treating. Oh. Though no children were poisoned during the incident, law enforcement didn't find her actions funny. The most infamous Halloween poisoning took place on October 31st, 1974. That is when a Texas man named Ronald O'Brien gave cyanide-laced pixie sticks to five children, including his son. The children never ate the candy, but his eight-year-old son, Timothy, did and died soon after. Uh, Though nobody saw O'Brien put the cyanide in the candy, investigators learned that O'Brien had recently taken life insurance policies out on the children. Uh, He was convinced of murder. I'm sorry, convicted of murder and was executed via lethal injection in 1984. Oh, gosh, that's horrible. Though it's been a, uh, a decade, it's been decades since the crime, the Candyman murder still loom large in the memories uh, of parents on Halloween. So mm, that's uh, terrible. Oh, that's but that's so the only terrible. one that really talks about any type of, and I can't see anything, you know, yeah. um, anything about razor blades. Yeah. being shoved in candy that was for sure like the big one you know mm-hmm. we were kids like oh my god be careful have your parents go through everything because uh-huh. you're gonna have razor blades in I your candy i remember that we we knew to do that right. but i couldn't yep. remember what the catalyst was that's where it comes from oh that's crazy though like put you how are you gonna put your kids and nah, people do crazy things i know what a sick hey, people, people are like people are, people are like oh my god the world's so crazy now y'all was 1950 that's crazy as hell Mm-hmm. People have been the crazy. We've always been crazy. Now. You know what I mean? Like, no, there's always been crazy people. 
we just got social just, media to prove it now is the only difference. Oh, no. You know what I mean? It's just the craziness of, of the times, honestly. Yep. Okay. Someone once said that every time is the best and the worst of times. That's true. And it I is believe true. that. I believe yeah. that for sure. Yeah. I believe it for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get uh, let's get to my dad in just a couple seconds. He'll be coming on the podcast. I'm sure he has a lot to talk about because he just does. <laughs> he just always does. He never he never doesn't have <laughs> a lot to talk about, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> let's talk about the witch's brew. Okay. It's Halloween mm-hmm. week weekend. If you've not purchased the witch's brew, I want you to try it and give us your feedback. My mom loves I love all the products from Bear and Bloom, but this Me week too. we're focusing on the witch's brew because it is. Halloween week. The Witch's Brew is a clarifying facial toner. And my mom uses it. So I'm going to have her kind of tell you the the benefits of using this Bear and Bloom one versus possibly using a different one you just buy from Target or wherever. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, you know that you're putting really good things into your skin, which is your largest organ. And you need to be careful what you put on your skin. Right. And um, it feels so refreshing. I mean, you know that it's clean and good for you just by the way it feels. It just cleanses your face. It gets off all the residue that maybe your cleanser missed, but it does not dry out your skin. That's the make difference. It feel tight. Yeah. Um, it, it really just feels refreshed. It's just so refreshing and it's so good for you. And that's the big difference is alcohol free. So a lot of things you're using have alcohol in them, which is going to strip your skin. This is oh. literally nourishes your skin. <laughs> but does. I want you to try, I want you to try a bottle of it because I want you to feel the difference. And then honestly, if you, if you think your other stuff works better then boom, fine, go back to it. Mm. Uh, but I can, I, I don't usually, I don't usually use a toner, but I use it obviously so we can talk about it. And like my face mm. does feel amazing afterwards oh, it's uh, so before good. I do everything else at night. So go try it. It's called the witch's brew. With Bear and Bloom. And people that listen to Certified Mama's Boy love it, love Bear and Bloom products. And I know you will too. So Bear and Bloom, B-A-R-E and Bloom Naturals.com. Bear and Bloom Naturals.com. And since it's Halloween week, how about a discount? 20% off by using the code Kramer. Okay. Bear and Bloom, B-A-R-E and Bloom Naturals.com. You can go in the show notes too if you want to do that. Don't forget the coupon code. That's going to save you 20%. By uh, using the coupon code Kramer. All right. Go check it out. Beer and Bloom and the Witch's Brew. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by Gabby. Gabby is, uh, listen, insurance shopping is boring. I'm going to try to make this this commercial (laughs) the least amount of boring as possible. And I can do it because I get genuinely excited about this. Um, I I love saving money. And if I can save $900 a year, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Nine hundred. Like, let's start with that. What would you do? Nine hundred extra dollars this time next year? Would you go on like a, yeah. a mini vacation? Would you buy something fun, new TV? Would you take the kids out to do something awesome? Uh, Gabby is is the only true comparison platform when it comes to your insurance, and it uses your current policy to compare your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, like Nationwide, Travelers. They're the only one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses. And because Gabby uses your current coverage, they only, only show you the policies that are either the same or better than your current coverage, many of them at a lower price. And Gabby's free to use. They're not going to sell your stuff. It's just, listen, you get a hookup from this. It's one of my great mm-hmm. ways of saving money. I was at like $120 a month. I'm now at $63 a month. Okay, mm-hmm. half the bill just because of it. So average people that save about 80 bucks a month. 
$80 on average. So so good. It's not just me that loves Gabby. Gabby's been featured in TechCrunch, Forbes, and USA Today. Start using your, or start saving on your auto insurance today. Go to Gabby.com slash Kramer. Start saving. It's totally free. Gabby.com slash Kramer. It's Gabby.com slash Kramer. Or you can go to the show notes to find out about all of this. All right, my dad's up in a second before we do certified fans. Thank you for another amazing week of the show. It's crazy, right? Like every week I got to end the week with saying thank you again because mm-hmm. if it's not for certified fans, we would not be having a five-day-a-week show. Promise you. Mm-hmm. Promise you, promise you, promise you. But it wouldn't make, wouldn't make sense, honestly, to do it mm-hmm. if we didn't have this much people supporting us. So if you enjoy listening to this ep- you know, this podcast more than four times a month, hopefully you'll become a certified fan or you'll just thank a certified fan. I get it. Like you don't have five extra bucks a month. I get it. Uh, but if you do and you want to support us, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. You can learn more about the certified fan program, all the perks that come with it, the discounts, the bonuses, the whoop whoops, the dedication, all that stuff. Um, when we we have somebody new, we dedicate an episode to them. When we don't, we go back and we dedicate it to a certified fan that's been here for a while. You can't hear that, so let me switch it over to... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and... We're going back on this one. Uh-huh. Going back on this one. Certified okay. fan number 71. Wow. This episode is dedicated to episode uh, certified fan number 71. Mm. And that is Dante. Oh, Dante. Yeah. Oh, I love him. What up, Dante? What up, boy? <laughs> what Dante's awesome been a certified guys. fan. Yeah, he's been a certified fan since uh since the 6th of June of last year. Wow. Third day we started this program. He was, he, he hopped on the bandwagon support. Wow. And that's like when things were grim, y'all. So like anybody, mm-hmm. it's like those, those day oneers, you know, those mm-hmm. first month people that came over. So appreciative. Mm-hmm. So appreciative. Absolutely. Dante, you deserve much more credit, but this episode is, uh, is dedicated to you. Episode, <laughs> uh, what are we on? 384, I think. 384 is dedicated to you, friend. And this is your bonus. Whoop, whoop, Dante. Yes. Whoop. Whoop to Dante. Yeah. Thank you there so you much. We love you forever. All right, Mom. Okay. Have a good weekend. I will, Happy honey. Happy Halloween. Thank you. I've got to go get my big size bars and get ready. Yeah, I better go do it. I that's will. it. We should I'm mention that really quick, it. too, before you go, is I'm asking everyone that's a sort of uh, that listens to Certified Mama's Boy, if I don't even care how many you do, it can be five or 500. And I <laughs> saw that um, Donald has got his ready to he go. He does. I saw that. So thank you, Donald, for understanding yes, the assignment. Yes, Donald's we're awesome. Just, we're just trying to get people that listen to this podcast to give out either king size or just full size candies. Yeah. And you, like, again, you don't have to do it all night, but just give out like as many as you can afford. You know, like yes. if you can afford. Five, cool. Go do that because nothing brings like, – kids had a crappy, crappy Halloween last year. Yes. And so what I'm asking you to do is like let's make it – like I we can all remember that one house that gave us a full-size bar. Like yep. amazing. Uh, yep. Friggin' amazing. So I started with my mom and I'm like, why don't we all do it? I, I unfortunately sure. cannot do it. I cannot do it, but the I'm going to see if I can find a way. can your house. <laughs> what I'll do, Mom, is I'll, I'll Venmo you some money if you'll go, well, we don't even know that, if kids are going to come to your house. I uh, know. That's more of my concern. No, don't worry. It's not going to be a huge investment. I think I will buy 10, though. Okay. Since just I in case. that the kids next door are living with their grandma right now. So yep. I yep. know I can always give it to them and they'll be so happy. 
So as a show mission, we're just that's that's what we're doing. That's our our feel good for the month. Is just gonna give yeah. that. Like, you remember those kids' faces are gonna light up. <laughs> and like, I want to hear your stories afterwards about like those kids and like being so friggin' excited about this stuff. So, so cute. And Donald um, says I can take pictures. I don't know. Let's not. <laughs> I don't want them coming after me. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. It's because yeah. Kramer wants a picture. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> this guy does not. I've had enough drama this week. Uh, no, I, I won't do it unless I happen to know them, which is probably not, probably not yeah. going to be the case. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get uh, get Dad. Mom, I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Here he comes. Oh, he's right there. No editing this week. That was actually real time right there, folks. It's like he was waiting for this. He wait, I feel like he waits for this all week. Get so excited. Here he is. Would you like to dance before you go? Yeah. What? Hey, dance. You, you, you. Hey. There he is. This part takes about 15 minutes, so I want to fast forward. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna speak the lyrics now. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. There he is. Hello. You hear me? Yeah, you hear me? Yeah. All right. There we go. I think we're good on the music. All right. There you go. What? What an introduction. I heard you were able to save some money this week. What we used to do on the podcast back in the day was my my dad would come on here, and we just the the interest kind of fell off there, so we had to kind of change the segment up. But um, because you can't really, not everybody needs financial help every day. My dad loves to to go after the big guys, and, and like if if he feels like somebody is taking advantage of you, he'd love to help you navigate it. But I know you've got a story that you feel good about. So I, I would, I love it. And just trust me, I love it. I love these stories. So what happened? Yeah. Well, I got two, but I'm going to give you the first one that you, uh, gave me the lead into. Yeah. You know, uh, we didn't mention the wildlife project we were going to have to have around here with the yeah. flying squirrels. Flying squirrels last week. Yeah. yeah. So you missed so, last week's podcast. My dad's, uh, has flying squirrels in his attic. So I went, I set out to do a project. So I said, I'm going to call in a few companies. I ended up calling in four companies and, uh, to give me a bid. And, yep. and if, of course you're always going to get more than one bid, please, everybody. I know it's easy to get one, get, four, get two, get three, and then tell everybody that, that you've gotten three bids. So, uh, the first bid was, uh, $2,700. The second one was $2,400. And the third and fourth were t- around twelve hundred dollars. And those last ones were like the good old boys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Well, yeah. one was a good. Well, they're both good old boys. But the one was uh, working with my uh, my pest and uh, termite company. Okay, all right. So, so, I, so I said to myself, you know. If I'm going to have to work with somebody and they're going to tell me they got a warranty, I want to know who's behind it, behind, behind the warranty. I don't want sure. some Yahoo. And then all of a sudden he decides he don't want to support that. So, yeah, yeah. and the other two companies were small too. Never heard of them. You know, they were just a small company. Yeah. And so I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I want, I think I want all pest control to do my pest, but I'm, I'm going to do my due diligence. So I sat out, I said, I'm going to call the manager. I've never met the manager. So I figured this is a pretty good sized project for these guys. He probably talked to me. So I, I called in. I said, I want to speak to the manager. She said, well, who are you and what's it about? 
And so she had to, uh, you know, qualify me first, but then I got to Ryan and uh, just asked him some good questions. I was concerned. I didn't know if this guy was a contract guy, just doing this on the side, you know, to right, help right. bring them some money. And then one day they're going to get tired of it and he'll be gone. Right. Uh, and so I asked that. You, you, know, you, you get all these, these rats up in your yeah, flying squirrels it, up in yeah. here. They, they multiply at this point or something. Yeah. And it might still have the uh, traps up there, you know, yeah, the traps yeah. up. So he said, yeah, the employee. And then we, I, I asked about a lot about the process. I said, well, I think your price is a little high. I said, you know, normally you come out here and do my pest control and the guy stays here in about an hour or so. And he charged me $90. This guy says he's going to be here less than a day. He's going to charge me 1200 But then he did a good job explaining what they're going to do. And he, he can, you know, I was impressed. Uh, it was going to be a lot. So, so what, so what, which one did you finally go with? Well, uh, well, but, but I'm, let me tell you the rest. I got to real quick tell oh, okay. you what happened next. And then all of a sudden, it, uh, well, he knew it was very competitive, right? R- Ryan, right? He's the manager, right? I told him. Right. And then, uh, and he knew I didn't like the price. So he just said, and it's a small amount, but he said, Mr. Yance, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you have the uh, discount that we uh, give for veterans if you're yeah. a veteran. He said, normally you're supposed to do it before you do the assessment and you give it to the 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 technician he said right. i want you to go out there and print that and do it so he gave me that hundred dollars actually he gave me the hundred dollar one and then i went out there and saw the veterans one and it was 120 and called him back he said yeah, yeah i'll like, give you that a minute, wait a minute yeah yeah so anyway I, it was a small amount wait, but really he, quick don't you don't you wonder in those situations here's what i've always wondered and it doesn't have to be a veteran thing but usually when it comes to those coupons, oh, they give it to anybody a hundred probably for anything well, yeah. they, they, they mark it up like i feel like they're okay you have to tell us that well, you have a coupon before we give you the price and yeah. it's like what yeah, you know, it's, like, yeah probably do but but it yeah. sent me a hundred dollars and, yeah, and he stepped out and told me so i went with them for a lot of reasons i like it because he's a good guy and he's gonna be there he's been there 12 Wait, years which which price tag was he uh 1200 1200 so now it's 1100 1100 so it's lowest one all right so all right. So the story is do a little dude call the manager don't just t- deal with the technician who knows what the conversation will yeah. you know now i want to also bring up the one about maggie because i thought since uh mom was involved maggie was involved and our our planning our wedding planning woman was involved uh one person should do it and i think i'm gonna do it okay now this is about the band at the wedding okay. we had a very good band at the wedding right steven it was loud very I know. yeah very loud but they were it was very expensive I, I guess i can tell the price is that okay i think yeah it's fine yeah, it was it was priced up. It's one of the more expensive bands I've heard of around here. But it was five thousand dollars for the whole thing, and uh, and so but but the day of the wedding, they were there late. They didn't show up in time for the ceremony outside, so they didn't play that. Right, and, and they and they and they were late. So Maggie was real upset. I didn't even know what was happening, and uh, Nancy heard about it, and our wedding planner, and they were all upset. So they put together a plan, and. Uh, she, uh, the wedding planner called and raised hell and Nancy sent an email in and asked for $500 back. And, and l- you couldn't believe it. They sent us back a check for a thousand dollars. Wow. Wait, you asked for 500 and they gave you a thousand. Yep. And nobody can nice. tell me why. Nobody can tell me why they well, went up. I, I, I have a feeling I know why. Well, I nobody too. wants to deal. Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with Jimmy Yancey. No, it wasn't me. Not uh, dealing with Jimmy Yancey is worth $500. <laughs> well, I think it's a wedding planner. You know, she, works with a lot of people and a lot, you know, and, and he didn't want any bad news to get out there. 
That's so, true. But I yeah. have a feeling that. Uh, uh, well, I'll take that, Stephen. That, the, wrath, the wrath man. of Yancey family is not, uh, specifically one member is not fun. I'll it's take that. Fun, so. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We had a bad week totally. I'll tell you. And, uh, okay. Did, did Nancy <laughs> say? Huh? Uh, about what? About the car? Yeah, everything. Oh, did Nancy yeah, yeah. mention that too? Oh, and, oh yeah. We, we've covered everything. The car, the heart. We covered everything. We spent yes. $1,900 this week on little stuff from one vendor to the next. It's just crazy. It's a lot. My duck wouldn't work. Electric, electrical. I mean, I had a guy winterize my boat because I don't have any kids to come over here and fix it. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he said then the electrical system doesn't work down there and he couldn't fix it. So I had to get somebody electrician. And then we just, we decided that Wednesday was just a really crappy day for everybody. Yeah. It was, it was. a really, I think maybe the whole week for, I don't know if, if Mercury's in retrograde, if this storm's pushing just could be crap through right now or what. So, Oh, all right. Well, should we, uh, plus we lost the game last night. Well, that's what we're going to, we're going to cover that. Don't worry. Okay. It's in our, all it's right. in our notes as we review the news. So okay. my dad watches a lot of cable news and always keeps up with everything going. How many, four hours a day, dad, four or five uh, four hours a day. Five. This kind of weather, maybe five or six. Yeah. It's been rainy down in Georgia. So he's got nothing to do, but sit around and watch the cable news network. So, um, we, we always like to get his, his unique perspective on the, the, some of the, some of the bigger news stories of the week. Right. So we'll go through some of these and get your, your feedback on this. The big Hollywood story this week is about the Alec Baldwin movie, Rust. Uh, and I'm sure you've been keeping up with this, Dad. Oh, the yeah. latest, latest oh, yeah. I have, and this is going to change, obviously, by the time you listen to this, but the assistant director admitted he didn't check all the rounds in the gun before he handed it to Alec Baldwin. And that was a major breach of safety protocol. Um, the armorer there claimed that the live ammo was, was not kept on the set. However, the investigator said that they recovered roughly 500 rounds of ammunition on the set. It was a mixture of blanks, dummy, dummy rounds, and what they're suspecting to be live rounds. Yeah, what do you think about this whole thing with Alec Baldwin? Well, I know a lot about guns, and I know a lot about safety. That's true. And therefore, immediately, you know, you don't you don't take a gun from anybody until you know it's unloaded. Now, you can either ask them to tell you, show it to you, or you can do it yourself, but you don't ever. And then you never point it at anybody and pull the trigger. I don't care if you think it's loaded or not loaded. Well, I get it for like a movie. Like in a movie, I get it. You have to like, what are you supposed to do? You can't be like, oh, bang, bang. You know, like you have to, you got to act the part. I get it. This whole story is so confusing to me because well, I don't I'm really sure, know. I'm not sure that's it, Steve. I don't sure. You, you said you have to point it. Uh, they they said most movies today have some way of angling the thing so you're not sh- aiming right at their head. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I, I didn't know All that right. part. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, but I, I, the whole story. So it's, it's like, I don't know where where to place the blame i do you know like i do and it, where is it and my dad's <laughs> opinion it's everywhere uh first of all that girl they hired she's not capable of doing it she's too young she she even said she was scared of guns and didn't didn't even know she could unload one yeah. that was a mistake because guns are dangerous somebody senior should be doing this somebody knows sure. what guns are about number two the guy that was supposed to check it should have checked it he didn't and alex is old enough to know Hopefully you don't you don't take a gun and think it's unloaded. You don't do that. You look at it, you open it up and see if it's unloaded. So you think he should have double checked before he even yes. started? Yes, you don't point then a point a gun at somebody, a, a real gun. And if it's a plastic gun, maybe you point it at him. You yeah. don't point a gun at somebody. I don't I wouldn't. If somebody pointed a gun at me, I'd scream at him real quick, you know. 
What would you say? <laughs> I don't know because that was a movie. But but he. <laughs> That's what I'm checked. saying. Like like you know what he I mean. Like he should have. I feel his... like these people probably have all been doing this so long. Like, I know. Is, 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 I know. Is well, that's why they've been doing it, but they shouldn't. They don't see what happened when you don't do it. Somebody gets killed. Yeah, I right. know. I'm sorry to be so passionate, but no, this it's is right. so simple. This is, see, this and is I, cool. Steve and I feel bad because I didn't help you and Brian and Maggie and and Nancy. Uh, appreciate guns and understand them and how to operate one and break it down, you know, and, 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 and know how to have one with safety. All right. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would do with a gun. I really don't. I, I would know, never shoot I somebody. Know, I really I know, wouldn't. I know, but I, so. had you been around it, then you'd at least, Oh yeah, I know that, but I would never take, you'd say I would never take but a you're gun. Right. I, I wouldn't know what to do with it either. Like I don't yeah, even know how to handle know, it or anything. I like know. in case I found one somewhere, I'd be like, I, I don't know what to do with this. So, so anyway, uh, the dictionary has added uh, a bunch of new words to the dictionary starting next year. I'm going to go through. This is a Merriam-Webster's. They're adding a couple new words, actually 455 new words. And Dad, I'm going to run through some of these words and see if you know what these words mean. I probably don't. Um, go ahead. Do you know what TBH, the abbreviation of no, TBH means? No. That is, uh, to be honest, oh, to be honest. Uh, is that, is the, uh, how about, am I right? Am I right? Excuse am me? I right? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? One I'm, word. No, no. Am I right? Yeah, no. I mean that's exactly what it means. It's like it's like it's slang for for Am I right? Yeah. Uh, like but it. now it's now it's used as one word. Uh, what about what about FTW, Dad? What's FTW? It's an abbreviation. They added it to the dictionary this year. FTW. What's that stand for? Is the first word four letters? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> None of those are bad words. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> uh, for the win. For the win, which is used uh, especially to express approval or support. In social media, FTW is often used to acknowledge a clever or funny response to a question or a meme. So somebody else, they say something really went funny, and, that, like, that, and someone else, like, that person's for the win. Because they, you know, last word. Win, W-I-N. Okay. I just want to make yeah, sure. For the win. Yeah. Uh, with the so, win. So uh, say it for a baseball game? Uh, well, they could have, but not <laughs> last night. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think of any of these other, what do you know what a fluffer nutter is dad? That's in the dictionary now. Say that. Say it again. Fluffer nutter. Fluffer nutter. Is that two words? <laughs> it's one word. Fluffer nutter. Come on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to hear. Fluffer nutter is a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow cream between two slices of white bread. That's a fluffer nutter. Okay. So what about a, what about a, this last one we'll do a, a dad bod. What's a dad bod dad. Is that one word? It's two words. Dad bod. <laughs> Spell the last word. B O D. Dad, dad bod. bod. Uh, oh, it's, is that the TV uh, controller? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is a physique regarded to typically for a average father, especially one that's slightly overweight, but not extreme uh, and, and not extremely muscular. Thank so God, that's not me. That's not me. Little, I'm not overweight. overweight. Oh, no, not right now. You're not. No, not right not. now. One, not. One, one, not two, right. baby. Yeah, you're nuts. Not yeah. right now. Not right that's, now. Uh, so that's uh, some of the 455 words being added. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm, I'm so glad to know that, Stephen. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. See, you learn what a fluffer nutter is today. I'm going to use uh, some of those right. this week. I'm going to use some of those. As of Thursday, and there's not yeah. a game. Uh, there's not a game tonight. Oh, um, no, we got to get rest I, tonight. I should say I should do this in real time. So there wasn't a game last night. Uh, yes, but there on, was. 
Wednesday night. Well, yeah. I, we got we got to do this in real time of release. Gotcha. So there I'm was sorry. not a game Thursday night. Yeah. There was a game on Wednesday night, and we're talking about the World Series now. I'm going to tell you what, it's funny because I watched all you Atlanta fans go crazy after the first game. And I didn't know who won the second game. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't keep up with it. But I assume I logged into social media this morning oh, and nobody, nobody oh, said a word. I didn't put it out there for you, Steve. I'm no, sorry. And nobody said a word. It was quiet on my social Ooh. media. Most of my, most of my people are, you know, that I follow are, if they're going to be fans, they're going to be Atlanta fans, not Astros fans. Uh, so let's catch you up with this. Uh, as of today, Friday, this is the latest. The Astros have, uh, uh, are now, I guess it's tied up, right? One, one yeah. Yeah, yeah. after, uh, the Astros defeated the Braves seven to two in game two of, uh, at home last, uh, two nights ago. Uh, while the first inning almost appeared to look like the Braves might make a repeat of the previous night, Everything changed by the second inning. Uh, that's when the Houston scored four runs in an early lead. The actions uh, are the action moves of Atlanta with game four taking place Friday night. Yeah. Three game, uh, thir- third game. Third game is on. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Game Bye. three is going to be on Friday night airing at Fox eight yeah. o'clock. All right. Uh, Dad thoughts. Let me, let me hear. I, I've been waiting for I got this. Some great thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sat there and, uh, because their fans are so rowdy and, and it was, it was awful. It hurt, you know, they were yeah. screaming at us and some of their ball players were acting like monkeys. And, and so that's fine. Wait, was it, was it home? Was it, uh, was it in Atlanta on no, the game no. one? No, so no, game no. One was also there. Yeah. Two there. So okay. it's, it's very unusual for you to win there. And, uh, sure. that's your goal to win one at their place. Okay. Okay, it, that's okay. your goal because once you win one, so first of all, their home they have home field advantage because yeah. they won more games. They have the seventh game will be at their home if it goes seven. Well, yeah. when you win one and you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to win one. At your, you know, yeah, feels good, right? Down. Now we have home field because if we can go back and win three games, at Atlanta, then we win the we win the World Series. We can go home. Is that what? Win. Is that huh? what happens next? Is, they yeah. go into Atlanta? Okay, yeah, for, for, for three games. For three. Okay. And so that's a big deal. We took away sure. their home their home field. Now, of course, they can win one of the games, and then it, it goes back to them again, right, at having right. home field. So yeah. so while we lost, uh, we did win one, and so we have home field. So we're still ahead. We're really yeah. still ahead. Yes, yes, uh, okay. And so we go home now, and the Dodgers, we played them. The Dodgers, in my opinion, were probably the best team in baseball. And we played them three times in Atlanta, and we beat them all three times in Atlanta. But we can only okay. beat them once out there. The three okay. times we were there. So what it tells me, what it tells me, is our players play like uh, everybody knows. My our players play better at home with our fans screaming and yelling, not not being monkeys, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do players act like monkeys? What does that mean? Oh man. His, the way he dropped his mouth and the way he jumped, he put his hands out, he looked like a gorilla, and he's jumping up and down. It was pretty embarrassing, but a lot of their okay. players didn't. A lot of the players didn't, but they. It was pretty. You know, it's pretty. You know, it, bush league is what we used to call yeah. it. Bush well, league. okay. So if you if you were the coach of the Braves, what yeah. what what would you do? What would your advice be to the team? I tell the team go home, look in the mirror. Say, I hate you, Astros. I hate you. I'm going to beat your butt on Friday night. 
and uh, come back aggressive like we did the first. It's funny. It was almost like the second game was just like the first game, but it was the opposite team. We dominated them. They couldn't even get a hardly a hit yeah, in the first game. I know. That's what when I saw the score. I was like, wow, both of them, like it was like complete opposite. <laughs> you don't think this thing is a damn scam, do you? They say, I okay. mean, there's been rumors. <laughs> well, this is the team that cheated. You know, this is the team, Stephen, you don't they remember. Won. Didn't they win a couple of years ago? Yes. Yeah. They had this, a camp this was like after this was like after the big flood, right? Wasn't there like yes. that was like when, yes. when Houston had yes. flooded yes. and they won the World yes. Series? And yes. there was the the rumor at that point was that possibly they were rigging the World Series because Houston really needed like a you know like a feel good something, right? They didn't rig so, it. Let me tell you what they did. The team cheated. They had a camera out in the outfield. You know, stand that was high power, just like the one they use for while you watch the game, and they could see the signals. They could see the signals of the catcher making to the pitcher, so they knew the pitch coming. They would then transmit that to one of their players behind the dugout who had a trash can top, and he would beat on it. <laughs> one beat, or two beats, or three <laughs> beats, or four, and give them the <laughs> give them the signal. That sounds like something you do in like high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like just playing in somebody's backyard. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't even, I, I'm surprised they even let them play anymore. They, they couldn't go to the world series at one year or something after that. And they find them 5,000 and they, a couple of the, and then they got rid of the general manager and this, that, and the other, but Lord of mercy. and the cheaters, you better watch one of these games. Watch this first game, Steven. Our fans will go crazy about that. I bet you they boo. And I bet I they, bet. I bet they do. Well, we'll check in next week and see how everything goes with um, all right with the World Series. But all right, well, wait, wait, wait. So, oh, so, so what you're telling me is not only do I should should I communicate to you that we won, I should communicate if we lose. Well, I, I it's just funny because when I logged <laughs> on when I logged on to Facebook on uh, Wednesday morning, yeah, it was like and it's all I saw. And this is like, you know four o'clock in the morning, and it's like all I saw yeah. was like. Braves, Braves, Braves. Yeah, Braves, I, Braves. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Get back. I mean, like some of you guys that I, you know, that I'm friends with on Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that are living in Atlanta. I mean, every post I saw, Braves, 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 Braves. <laughs> and literally the, yesterday when I got on, it was not a word, like not painful. a word yeah. about the game. It was painful, Stephen. Not even like a screw the Astros, like nothing. So I'm like, well, I didn't to go to the well. end of it. I couldn't that, that first day. It, that thing went to one or two o'clock in the morning Eastern time. Uh, but this one, have, uh, this was through it. Like, it, went, it went fast. Eleven thirty well, was over. I think you got to cheer them on. I'm sure they're uh, dying for your attention for this game. How can yeah. they pull it off if Jimmy Max not watching and rooting them on? You know, yeah. are you gonna try yeah. to go to a game? No, no, eight hundred dollars a ticket. Uh, you want to buy me one? <laughs> Certified fans, we're gonna boost up your dollars if you got the original ticket. It's it's up to fourteen. Why don't you check and tell me what it costs now? Let me check. Okay. You yeah, want to see yeah, what, yeah. what Braves yeah. tickets are? All yeah. right. Let's All see your fans from Atlanta might want to know. They might want to run down there and, and buy one. Let's see. Braves, what do you think it's going to be? Uh, 15, 16. Tickets for Friday. Let's just, I'm just Googling Braves tickets for Friday. And I'm going to click on MLB. And no, no, no. Would you go to one of those other services? Uh, uh, go, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to go through there. Okay. So it says, um, like, uh, it's it's sending me over StubHub. Yeah, sending me over StubHub. StubHub. Uh, the cheapest ticket I see on here for the 29th is $1,030. Oh, that's cheap. Okay. $1,030. Wow. I might go then. 
Um, the family most a thousand family of four would be four, huh? Well, let me see. Yeah, before four grand, I'm gonna try to see the uh, most Sunday, expensive. Or, or how about Sunday or Saturday? Uh, I those are a little cheaper as it goes because I guess okay. they're okay. So the highest ticket price I see right now is forty seven fifty. Is what I see forty seven fifty per ticket. Forty no, seven sorry, it's, fifty it's, cents. It's, no, 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 no. <laughs> it go, wait, wait. I'm sorry. It goes higher. Oh. So if you want to sit at the, at the SunTrust Club 3, oh, man, they've got I do. two tickets. They've got two tickets for $10,500 a ticket. Oh, my God. My oh, God. oh perfect. No, two tickets for one, for 10000 No, each. <laughs> each. $20,000, yeah. $21,000. $20, they'll, they'll sell that out by tomorrow morning. And you know what's crazy is because StubHub ranks it by value. So oh. it says like, hey, for this price and this demand and everything else, like this is, you know, either a good deal or a bad deal. Yeah. The value is 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 listed as great value. It's a great value at $10,000. So you shit me. Oops. That's wild. That's yeah, wild. All right, Dad. That's it for today. All right, bye. All right. Love you. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you, uh, you too. Love you. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're done for the week. And I don't know what you're doing for Halloween, but I hope it's a great weekend. I really do. And, you know, if you've got any more urban legends, we can play them on Monday. Because I know what happens. Is, and I will say, I do. I don't know why. I base the success of every episode on how many phone calls come in. I really do. And that sucks because it doesn't. It, it's a radio thing. It's a radio thing of like, you know, the audience loves this. They're going to respond and call you. I know that this is not a radio show, but I do miss you guys when you don't call a lot. So why don't you pick up the phone, call me with your urban legends, whatever else is going on. 888-Kramer8. Be so well. We'll see you back here Monday, okay? Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.